Hello, the internet, and welcome to this very special holiday edition of Your Daily Zeitgeist! It's a production of iHeartRadio still, but this is a podcast where we're taking a deep dive into America's shared consciousness back in the years 2014 and 2015. And we're saying officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers, fuck Fox News. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. when you're hungry for some daily news, where you gonna pod? TDZ. Wow. And who's the host? That can't smoke a dude with sweat on his brow. Jack O'Brien. Yeah, Pod Moran. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. And I guess he's gonna have to smoke some more. You got, you got, you got. Wasn't that in Ghostbusters 2? Yeah, Ghostbusters yeah. 2. I was trying to, I just came off the rip off mm. the top with that one. Too hot what to handle, great. too yeah, cold to hold. hold. <laughs> That's what people refer to Miles and I as. Was that? I also, won't tell you which one's which. What was the song at the end, like the credits, little mini scene with like him catching with the Bobby ghost Brown. jogger and shit? Yeah. What, I was that a different track too? I don't know. That I thought like that was rap. the same one. It was the same one. Yeah. Just, yeah. Was a reprise, perhaps. Well, a reprise. I just remember them controlling that Statue of Liberty with a video game controller. Yeah. So not sure how that technology works, and I don't. It was care. ghosts, man. Ghosts. All you have to do is press forward on the joystick, and the Statue of Liberty knows to buy science. <laughs> uh, we're also joined in studio by super producer DJ Daniel Goodman. What's up, man? Good. He's off mic. He's we off don't give mic. him a mic. Uh, Anna Hosnier could not be here for this one, uh, but DJ Daniel will be in the background speaking off mic. You'll be able to hear him vaguely. Giving giving uh, weird looks to the yeah. not camera. Mm. One day, one day, this giving weird be... looks to the not camera. Uh, 2014 miles. What a year! What a time to be alive. This Actually, is... that was 2015. Oh, oh, you mean the album? Yeah, the album. Uh, what a time yeah. to be alive. I 2014. I am working for Power 106 for part Power of the time, 106. and then YouTube the second half of that year. YouTube. This is when I started like working. Working, working. Before, I don't know if you listened to the past episodes, some lean years <laughs> after 2010 <laughs> and 2013, well, you were, 14. you were in politics. You had a career. I had a career, and I basically had to save all my money so I wouldn't I wouldn't have to work for a while, so I could literally put as much time into trying to get a comedy career as possible. Yeah, So because yeah. Uh, politics was killing your soul. Yeah, no, it yeah, was. It was. All right, let's talk about 2014. The way we've been kicking these off is just looking at the movies from that year. As you know, I'm a big believer that the movies uh, affect the zeitgeist and vice versa. Uh, and I've been just using Google. I, I just Google movies of 2014 and look at the top results because uh, Google, uh, may, it might be reacting to me, what it knows about Wait, me. When you Googled this list, this is what it, this was the order the, it gave When it I to Google you? movies top 2014, films? yeah. It's so funny because this morning I was starting to I – I, w- I wasn't clear on who was going to start trying to put this research together. And right. I did the same search. The first thing that it showed for me was Grand Budapest Hotel. Was it? Yeah. Huh. That's so weird. Yeah. I guess it knows that I'm a sick nerd culture freak who and loves I, Guardians of the Galaxy. And I love fucking symmetry. Yeah. So Isn't uh, that Wes Anderson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grand Budapest. I didn't see it. Really? Nah. Maybe maybe your algorithm just knows that you need to see that shit. It just, yeah, they're like, go watch that shit. The one thing I do I really remember, like Grand Budapest Hotel. There was a promotional cologne that my mom got for that movie, and I loved that. Oh, really? Yeah. Smelled great. I think that's his best movie, personally. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. Damn. Uh, I'm just not like a huge- Maybe, maybe Rushmore. I'm not or, a huge- I mean, I, I like Wes Anderson, but I'm not like a, a stan or anything, but- I'll, yeah, I'm I'll not check that. Out. I got time. There's I, a lot of movies on this list I still need to see. Still haven't seen Inter- Interstellar. Uh-oh. You haven't seen we Interstellar. Talk about this. It's like the one Chris Nolan film. I was yeah. like, mm, I don't know. I, I I need him to be perfect in my mind. Right. But a lot of people are like, yo, just see it. I'm yeah, like, it's yeah, fun. Do it. It's like, yeah, it's not perfect by any stretch, but it's dope. Yeah, uh, Gone Girl gram- came out this yeah, year. Well. I feel like that was a big. What were you saying? Nothing. Just a joke that I'm glad you talked over and prevented <laughs> me from saying. Uh, Gone Girl came out this year. I feel like okay. So Guardians of the Galaxy came out. That right. was a huge hit. I yeah. also feel like it has taken on. I mean, it was like Chris Pine became a thing off of that. Uh, Chris Pine, not no, Chris, Chris Pine. Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah, the other Chris P. 
uh, crispy Chris's. Yeah. Uh, crispy rat. Crispy meme donut. Yeah. Crispy Yamaguchi man. Exactly. Word there we go. Free uh, yeah, Chris Pratt became a thing. Before this, he was just Andy from uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, and probably in one other thing or something. But uh, Edge of Tomorrow, the Tom Cruise movie, was not a hit. Uh, yeah. AKA Live Die Repeat. AKA. But you know what? That was that was a thing where I had a DVD yeah. lying around. I picked it up. I said, I don't have a lot going on today. Put it in. It wasn't bad. No, that's a good movie. Yeah, I was and surprised. I feel like it's been it's kind of grown in stature in our after the fact. Yeah, right? after the fact. Yeah, I feel like Gone Girl. Same. Like it was a hit, but then like I feel like Gone Girling has become a. <laughs> No, it hasn't. I was going to say, to Gone Girl. You know, it's has a thing everyone does. <laughs> that was a stupid thing. You uh, killed me. <laughs> pretending. Faking one's own death. Uh, no, I was uh, I was saying that. Uh, never mind. Uh, Birdman. Birdman. About where, about where it was. Critically acclaimed. I yeah. don't feel like a lot of people reference it. I uh, mean, it's like a movie who... I feel like I need to watch it again, because I really enjoyed it the first time. But yeah. it was just one of those films that I... I'm not. I'm trying to remember if I liked it because of the way it was shot, right? Or because it was actually good. Yeah, this was the year that John Wick came out, and Thank that God. has become a huge monstrous uh, movement. Yeah, ever since huge monster monstrous bowel movement. Huge monstrous <laughs> bowel movement. Uh, Neighbors came out this year and was a big deal, and I feel like people have kind of forgotten about that movie. A oh, is that bit. with Seth Rogen? Yeah, and Zach Efron. Zach Efron, and who is the Zach other Efron? Woman? Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne. Yeah, she's great. Rose Byrne. Uh, the Hobbit movie. One of the Hobbit movies. <laughs> Never watched any of them. Shits. I did not give a shit about those, and I feel like people don't really talk or think about those people but maybe say that's just me good, but i also the people who i know who have been like you got to check it out are tolkien stands right right yeah so, so I don't there know. will be comments but i will not listen to them big hero 6 did you ever watch that or did you even know what that was uh i did because uh i knew some people who worked on it but i didn't know i only knew because they worked on it other I than feel that like, like it would have flown under my radar I feel like it flew under the radar when it came out. It was a like successful movie. Like it did well in theaters, but it kind of flew under the radar culturally. And I feel like people don't really talk about it anymore that much, but it's good. People should check that shit out if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh The Amazing Spider's Man uh 2, Spider's Spider-Man. Spider's Man. Uh Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, I feel like has disappeared from the memory of Error. What happened to him? Because he was what? He was riding high, kind of social, social network. network yeah, right? dude. Because everybody mm. like wanted him to succeed, and then he got fucked over. And hey, he's also an Arsenal fan. Lawyer so up, motherfucker. Um, yeah, what did him. the more like what, Javier oh, dude, Twenty Two Jump Street, uh, the movie, one of the first dates I went to with Her Majesty. Was oh, really? Twenty Two Jump Street. Yeah, and I pulled the move where I legit forgot my wallet. Did you? Yeah, and I'm, I was so you weren't pulling a move. No, I but was you pat- legit. But it was that shit where I sincerely was patting my pockets, trying to get my wallet, mm. and I just go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Which you did every time that I've gone. If you ever to lunch with, with you, yeah, I'm yeah. always like, "Ah, oh, oh, mother, damn it!" I really did it this time. Yeah, I got no no wallet. Musically, what are we looking at? We're looking at Uptown Funk. We're looking at Fancy. We're looking at No Flex Zone. Zone. Uh, Bobby Schmurda, believe me, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Uh, there's some good songs in here, but the Beyonce ooh. album came out at the beginning of this year, right? Or was it the end of right. the year before? I don't know. I oh think boy. I I get this and the next year mixed up. But uh, there was some Run the Jewels business being yeah. done. Oh, in 2013, that year. 2013. Club going up on a Tuesday. Uh, I love McConan. You know what? Just in fairness to us, it came out in December of 2013. The okay. Beyonce album. There it is. Yeah. Um, that's why. <laughs> finally. Thank God. Uh, and that's about it. Did the Taylor Swift album come out that year or the next year? Yeah. Taylor yeah. Swift dropped 1989 that year. Shake It Off. Uh, you guys know how I feel about Shake It Off. Oh, you love it. I can't shake it. It's a Off. jam. Uh, so, story wise, news wise, uh, on the internet and off. So this was this was the year that GamerGate became a thing, and it was like, man, there is this enormous amount of anger amongst video game playing males uh, towards women uh, because, like, and it was it was just completely outsized. Like a woman was like, 
we need to like start thinking about uh, adding some progressive thinking to how we design video games, how we review video games. Mm -hmm. And she was like targeted for death. Yeah, they're like, what are you saying? They're they're just damseling women in video games and you're safe. Like she was just pointing out all yeah. these tropes and being like, are y'all actually understanding what you're yeah, playing? Yeah, Anita Sarkeesian. And it became just a complete nightmare, a huge story. Uh, it And I, I assumed that this was just like, I don't know, some sort of imbalance in like one specific part of the internet and it just kept going there a few years later uh it happened to a woman named zoe quinn zoe or quinn, zoe yeah. quinn and it happened to some of the actresses on one of our videos it cracked and then it like that whole movement became like mega twitter and mega yeah. like the online Trump hive. Well, the, yeah. Well, the Zoe Quinn thing happened in 2014 also. Oh, it did? Yeah, because that was part of the whole... That was, like, the other thing they were pointing at of, like... I well, She was accused of, um, like, sleeping with a journalist or something or that yeah. she was in a relationship with it. And it just became, like, this really lame fucking crusade. But, yeah, I mean, that was really when I was like, oh... Like, it's, to me, I was like, oh, now we're, we really do see that it awoke a certain mentality. Like it, yeah. it allowed all these people to sort of gather around a common cause, which was like, women are trying to do what? Yeah, this is where Mike Cernovich came from. He was like a Gamergate right. persona. Um, but yeah, it really did become a a whole thing. Yeah. And then uh, what? And wasn't Steve Bannon? Was that when he was like, hey, these uh, these guys might be yeah. ripe for the picking? Yeah, that's exactly right. Steve Bannon was, saw the energy behind Gamergate and was like, you know, I think there might be room for fuckers. basically a populist movement on the right to like come through and respond to all these people who feel like entitled to sex, basically. Yeah, right. Um, it's wild that that be like this is the worst possible version that I could possibly imagine looking back six years on at this story mm. and being like, oh, this movement became the president. Yeah, right. Of the United States. <laughs> it manifested itself into an in yeah, presidential because, administration. Right. And it, so they were a lot of, they were able to use a lot of the misogynistic shit from misogynistic ideals, misogynistic like energy. Uh, from this movement against Hillary Clinton, against progressive ideas, yeah, uh, and well, because I think isn't that was sort of also the them talking about social justice warriors? More yeah, too, that's right? where like SJW sort of, became yeah. a thing, and that's when I started being accused of being an SJW. I was like, wait, what? Because I'm because I'm saying misogyny bad, right? Oh, you fucking social justice, yeah, warrior. soy boy. Uh, it, it's it cuts deep, huh? Being called a soy boy. Oh man, I've I've never lived it down. Yeah, yeah. Sarah calls it calls me that. Every yeah. Day. Oh, that's why you never want soy milk in the office. No, it's not good for you, man. Or right, that's it's not good for your. All right, no, no, I'm not. I don't. I don't need tea levels. All right. <laughs> I got low tea already. <laughs> fucking, now I need high tea with the queen. Anyways, wild year. Uh, they they also like weaponize it against like CNET and got like big companies to stop wanting to advertise on big websites, not CNET. Uh, what's the IGN? It's just, just a nightmare, nightmare, uh, alternate history. Oof. So, uh, this was a kind of a dark year, dark couple of years. Uh, Ebola outbreak was yep. this year. Uh, the Malaysian flight, uh, that disappeared happened this year. Uh, we've talked on, a past episode of TDZ, but this is one of those stories that I, I think the energy from the media was behind maintaining the mystery. They were like, it's so mysterious. Like, we never right. know. Like, it disappeared into thin air. And we actually know what happened to the plane. Um, there was an Atlantic kind of deep dive into it, and they know where it crashed based on, like, uh, you know, debris that washed up on shores and, like, tide patterns. They have a rough idea of where it crashed they also know like where it was right before it would have uh run out of fuel and it was like over the south indian ocean uh and they also know what happened it was the pilot um did it on purpose i mean we don't know why necessarily he was like going through some tough things at home uh but he was a veteran pilot in his 50s 
and he had a flight simulator at his home that he ran like thousands of flight simulations on. And the one of the last ones he ran, or the very last one, was the exact flight path that they think the plane took before it crashed. So he... It was such a mystery, too, at the time. There were so many theories about what happened. But I think that part of it, too, like, it I activated a weird part of people's, like, uh, imaginations, I think, too. Like, there was something really interesting to people at the time when they were like, well, what really could have happened? Well, yeah, and I think like, still, like, yeah. people are still, like, think that it just disappeared into thin air. And, I mean, there's been... I blame Lost. There's been, Well, there's Lost, but there's also been, like, a USA show where it's like, this flight disappeared in the oh, 50s yeah. and then just landed what in, was like, that other the, fucking movie from the 80s? Like, like Manifest. Box or something? Yeah, but it's... You know what I'm talking about? Where, like, these people were, like, on a flight and then, like, I they don't. land in some weird place and, like, they're completely replaced with others no fuck no clue what you're talking about oh man i'll, I'll twilight look zone was it, it sounds like a twilight i already know zone. the listeners are screaming whatever that movie is but airplane well we're gonna actually take a quick break for miles to look that up and we'll be right back and he will shout it uh out loud as he realizes what it was back in a minute And we're back. And Miles, did you figure it out? It's either I'm thinking Millennium or the Langoliers. I think it's the Langoliers when I actually read the description. The Langoliers, most of the passengers on an airplane disappear and the remainder land the plane at a mysteriously barren airport. Hmm. And (laughs) that is uh, just the way the human memory works. That's what people are going to remember as what actually happened to the Malaysian flight. Right. Uh, Total Langoliers. (laughs) It was a total Langoliers. Uh, so this was also the year of uh, Michael Brown being killed by a police officer and uh, the protests in Ferguson, and Eric Gardner's death was yeah. also 2014. There was, oh my God, man, that was such a dark, it's, the you know, the, not that, like, the darkness continues. Yeah. You know, it's the same, same shit, and I think this was when, ugh, it was just happening with such frequency, too. Uh, and it continues to. It just, I don't know, this feels like a, a problem that will, just won't go away. Yeah. And this was kind of continuing with the past thread. This was also, we, we saw sort of the uh, militarization of the American police force and like how they dealt with the protests in Ferguson. There were like giant, you know, military vehicles and, you know, all sorts of just really overly aggressive uh, tactics that were used by the police to, you know, for the purposes of quote-unquote crowd control. Yeah. And the guy who killed Michael Brown, the cop, was never, didn't see a day of jail for that. The guy who killed Eric Garner also never saw any criminal consequences. Uh, He did get fired from the New York police force five years on, so... Hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Justice. Him. Yeah. You know. Uh, this was also the year that ISIS kind of became a thing. Uh, where we ISIS sort of rose up, swept across, uh, came out of Iraq, and you know started fucking shit up. Basically. Yeah. Just uploading horrific videos. Yeah. Of all these executions and shit and all their propaganda. Like I think they. It's like when we saw terrorism move into like the digital age. Too. Right. Yeah. They were pretty advanced in terms of how they were communicating and uh, and also just how their military strategy as compared to like Al-Qaeda. We, we had started hearing that Al-Qaeda was sort of falling apart and getting beaten back by U.S. military. And then this was basically the remnants of Al-Qaeda in Iraq right. uh, came came through with this massive movement. And, and it's also, this was also kind of like a weird moment too, where people were, we were starting to realize like that YouTube and social media were becoming a real recruitment tool also. Right. Uh, it was the first and only bad thing that social media has ever produced uh, to this I day. I disagree. What? Huh. Um, this was also the conflict in Ukraine, uh, yeah. in Kiev, where, you know, a bunch of 
people were protesting a head of state who was very pro-Russia and moving uh, Ukraine away from the EU. And, you know, it ended up with a massive protest in the middle of Kiev yeah. where they built like a snow fort and fought the cops and yeah victor yanukovych yeah who actually i think was pals with paul manafort huh Huh. who'd have thought weird uh robin williams took his own life this year very sad and depressing uh let's talk about some less sad things from this year Mm -hmm. uh this is the time magazine section things that broke the internet Uh oh uh we got kim kardashian's butt Wait, wasn't that like literally what they called it? Like Kim Kardashian breaks the internet or something? Yeah, break the internet, Kim Kardashian. That was the cover of Paper uh, Magazine, and it was her butt. Uh, that she was, broke the internet. Yeah. It bro- Who's going to pay for this? Right, exactly. One of you kids broke the internet. Paper's website saw 6.6 million page views. This is where they, they love talking about hits and page views. This guy, this page has since seen 15 million hits. It's like, <laughs> seems very outdated. Yeah, that was, uh, remember that? Yeah. That currency? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that also, uh, like, an, them, like, completely copying a different image, too? Like, the the image that they're, like, the champagne one? I don't I know. I could have swore was. Like a Dolly one? Yeah. I mean, I am, right? Because I remember. So producer Daniel is confirming. Yeah, exactly. It was like of a black woman, I believe. And yeah. Yeah. This is cool. The beginning of her being like, I don't know. I thought it was like right. a really I thought it was like a really sick photo shoot. Right. Uh this was also the year of the sexy felon. The um mugshot oh, of that, that really, yeah, really handsome dude. Yeah. Jeremy Meeks. He's bae as fuck. Yeah. Isn't he felon he got bae. he got like engaged or married to someone who's wealthy as fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Or yeah. I don't know if they're still together, but he got out of he got out and left the his girlfriend who had been standing by him while he was in jail and Oh really? Left her for a rich, famous person, I think. Damn, uh, see what happens. This is when Renee Zellweger, uh, we saw her for the first time in like a decade and she looked totally oh, different. Oh, that's right. Right. And I fucking forgot. It was that. weird it because like there was a lot of like pushback, people just being like, "Well, leave women alone! Like, stop, you know, policing what right. women look like." It was not so much that as, and I mean, this is me, a guy saying this, but at the same time, like, I would have had the same reaction had it been any dude. Like, she just looked like she had taken a different person's face and put it on. Yeah. Like, it's, well, it just looks like a different person. I think it's just well. I think that's the issue, right? Is like you take something like like celebrity culture and how it's like hyper scrutinized right. and everything. So, yeah, it's a, a toxic equation where the yeah. outcomes will always be toxic. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a I shame that she I, or anyone felt pressure to change how. Well, they and also looked. when you think of like now too, in the nature of like the digital like media landscape. Like the takes had to be fucked up to get right. clicks. Yeah, like it couldn't be like Renee Zellweger has like reemerged. It, right. The headlines would be like, "What has she done to her face?" <laughs> right, her face. You won't believe what Renee Zellweger looked. She like now. didn't look better or worse. She just looked like a different person. Yeah, but people were like, "What did she do to her face?" Where's Renee? Um. Yeah. So. The internet, fuck off, but also this was uncanny. It was an uncanny experience. Uh, Taylor Swift dropped 1989, as we mentioned. Really uh, sold 120 or 1.2 million copies week one. Uh, and now we're going to listen to it in its entirety. Great. Uh, the Ice Bucket Challenge. Remember this? You guys seen this? Yep, you heard I did about see this? this? Didn't do it. Uh, you didn't? No one, oh, no come one on, challenged dude. me. Uh, I had a whole bunch of people around me who were doing it, and it got to me, and I didn't do it, and that was it. Wow. Yeah. So, so we can blame you for everything yep. that's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Gates did it, and his version racked up 20 million views. Uh, Charlie Sheen's got nearly as many, and Bill Gates, I mean, he's a humanitarian and a great, great man who around this time was 
hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein? Huh. Yeah, but I think it was just to talk about how to raise money I, for ALS. Right, right. Uh, this was the year of the Jay-Z Solange hey. elevator showdown. Sometimes that it goes down in an elevator. Was, that was the first time that uh, we had an inkling of what was to come with Lemonade and 444. Yeah. Uh, Becky with the good hair had had done her damage. And Solange, uh, I, this was kind of before Solange really, like, had started dropping, like, classics, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, at least her first album, which was really, really good. I, right. But she had little singles here she and there. She had singles. Like, yeah. I knew her as Beyonce's sister, who was at Coachella the one year I went, and was, like, dope. Like, her music right. was, like, solid. Like, she had a really cool, like, aesthetic that I was like, okay, this person's probably going to be something. But she wasn't, like... Well, a, yeah, A Seat at the Table, which was that, that was album it. that yeah. came out in 2016. That's when people were like, what the... Hold Ooh. on, y'all. Are, did everyone fall asleep on this person? So stay tuned to next episode, where we'll probably talk about that. Yeah. This was also the year of the fappening, uh, as it has become known. Didn't uh, people say we're trying to blame 4chan for it, I think, initially? And then it was like, no, this is it's a, it's a much larger fucked up thing. The man, this was twenty six. Was this twenty fourteen? What year am I in? Twenty fourteen uh, now. Yeah, so wow. we're in twenty fourteen. Uh, late August, early September. Hack right. photos uh, belong to Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Upton, Kristen Dunst. Leaked online, spread across four chan. So four chan spread it, but they weren't the ones who like, who had done the actual who did right, the hacking. The hacking. Uh, and that's a sway on the radio. You had to explain that to Sway? On the radio. What do you mean? Like you called into Sway's show? We were doing a guest set on Sway on uh, Shade 45, and it was the day of the fappening. And he was like, why is this? What is this? What is happening? He's like, what is this? What's fap? So I had to explain the fappening to Sway. Did you have to explain what fapping meant, too? Yes. Oh, boy, that must have been very awkward. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence put it uh, kind of bluntly, and I think... Rightly, it's not a scandal. It is a sex crime. Oh yeah, full stop. It is a sexual violation. It's disgusting. And that's when, like, also you saw the the on the other side of like conservative people being like, "Well, what are you doing taking those pictures anyway?" Right. That's the problem. I can't fucking believe that was that's ever anyone's take who is still allowed Shouldn't to show those. their face Shouldn't have those. in Shouldn't have those. public. Shouldn't have those. That's unbelievable. <laughs> that's unfucking believable. You, you have a you have a right to you have a reasonable expectation of privacy. And I think it was like mainstream people. Like I don't think like I oh, I yeah. didn't consume any right-wing media at the time and I heard that shit. Yeah, well I meant more like in how whatever their values are like a bit more conservative, but yeah. Right. Yeah. And also conservatives too. Full stop on the right. Right, right. Full stop. Uh all right, we're about to get into the 2015, uh but before we do that, we're going to take one more Quick break. And we're back, and let's get into 2015. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a, I don't know, weird year for movies. I mean, Star Wars Force Awakens came out. I mean, that kind of took up all the oxygen. It was the end of the year, but still, yeah. it was like such a huge deal. I saw it in Japan. Okay. Like a, uh, it was dope. It was the first time I, uh, Her Majesty came with me to Japan. And then when I the remember movie ended, that she got up out of her seat, but in Japan, you sit through the credits. Oh, like shit. Like when you watch a film there, because it's There's like- just an audible gasp throughout the- I was audience. like, oh, she has hemorrhoids. I'm sorry. <laughs> she had to get up. But more just like, you know, it's like, oh, but the film, the picture has not ended. Right. So we will see the credits and everyone who worked on it, and then you will leave. Yeah. Show some respect. There's some pretty iconic movies from this year. Mad Max Fury Road, Spotlight. I feel like those are both fairly iconic. They're in the in the club. You ever but you ever throw spotlight on? Be like, yo, you want to throw spotlight <laughs> on one more time? I don't know about that. Every time my parents are over, yeah. I'm just like, Hey, you guys seen this? You guys seen this? You guys heard about this? Yeah. Mad Max, yeah, was uh I think the for me was sort of some of the filmmaking things because his wife, right, edited the film. Yeah. And she's not an action film editor. Oh, really? Yeah, and like a lot of people who are like like more editing nerds are like, yeah, that's what's really cool is like the timing side of very differently, and also like the central focal point in all the shots is like another sort of cinematic device that they used a lot. And it wasn't until like I started reading more analysis of it that I was like, 
oh, I'm realizing yeah. how it operated in many other ways aside from like, this is sick, dude. Yeah, that's a very rich text. Like, that movie was, like, made for the internet, like, both in terms of what you're talking about and in terms of just if you, like, look at a shot and there's, like, all these things hidden in there. Like, that is an old 87 Trans Am, like, right. piece of... There's just all sorts of dope stuff. And then, like, the writings on... The literal writing on the wall in some of the scenes. Whoa. This was, I guess, a successful movie uh, year. Jurassic World came out that year, which was a monster hit. Yeah. The Martian, which I feel like The Martian was huge at the time, and I I don't know. I never think about that movie ever. You're not not popping that one in. I'm not popping that. Well, I'm not popping any of these in, but I don't think about it anymore. I I will. The one thing I'll pop in is the border scene from Sicario. Yeah, Sicario, I think, is enhanced. I think Sicario is, like, kind of iconic. It's just that, right? It's the... the When they're driving in yeah, to the city. It's just that one track. I think it's called The Beast or something. It's yeah. just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. That, that was movie was dope. Uh, the Big Short kind of, I think, became somewhat iconic. Uh, iconic? I don't know. Maybe not. It definitely like was one of those films where it simplified the financial crisis a little bit for people. Right. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, who was and, reading? Was it Margot Robbie? Where they're like, and now Margot Robbie in a bathtub in a bathtub explains this to you. Yeah, I mean, it was Adam McKay's first like successful dramatic movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe not iconic. I guess the financial crisis is iconic. iconic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and it was the first thing that like fully kind of made that breakthrough. So, <laughs> iconic the financial crisis. Yeah, it's legacy lives <laughs> the financial on crisis in, in is Gen so X and iconic. millennials who have never <laughs> <Yeah>. recovered from it. <laughs> iconic, <laughs> so iconic. Uh, oh Avengers: Age of Ultron is diminished, I would say. In like, the, I feel like that was not a movie anyone ever thinks about. Who the fuck is about. Ultron? Yeah, that's a guy. Yeah, wow. uh, it was a series of. Com- it was like the internet became sentient. Oh, really? Yeah, it was dumb as fuck is that considered the worst of the avengers films probably yeah, oh, yeah. because it's Getting the second one so there's first avengers here. which like invented the whole thing and was written by uh joss uh joss whedon just sweden uh and it was a lot buffy. of fun but then i think this one was made by joss whedon too and just wasn't good uh and then there was captain america winter soldier wasn't that this year Oh, Civil no, War. I'm thinking of Civil War, which was essentially an Avengers movie, and then yeah. Oh, oh, the cycle. Right. Yep. Creed yep. came out this year. Hey. Fucking iconic. Love Creed. Straight out of Compton. Iconic. Dude, straight out of marketing ideas after that. <laughs> I know, dude. Seriously. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh shit! That was the first. The that year was, first came out? That was the year the movie came out. Or yeah, the, the I, film, I guess right. like 2014 was when the book was everywhere. Did you see Fifty Shades of Grey? Uh, no, I did not. I've not seen it either. But I did see Fifty Shades Grayer. There were 50 more shades. I I don't know what the sequel the is. The sequel? Yeah. Oh, you saw the sequel? No, I didn't. Oh, uh, the Hunger Games movies were coming out at this time, and I maybe it's just my age and... I don't know who I am, but I All the the, these in your movies. No, yeah, I now have five Worthers in my pocket. I don't know where <laughs> the they're coming keeps from. Uh, but these movies didn't make any register, like didn't register at all for me. Yeah, no, I I saw one. Yeah, because I wasn't. So many people were freaking out about it. Yeah, and I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll see what the fuss is. And I was like, I don't know. I think Alan Cumming looks cool with yeah. his cool outfit. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, the people in the Capitol looked kind of dope. Uh, I don't know. There was... Um, I think, Or is it Stanley Tucci? Yes, Stanley Tucci, uh, Donald Sutherland, other people. Um, yeah, this motherfucker ain't in Hunger Games. <laughs> I'm just making that up. Yeah, Alan Cumming, great character actor. I you know? feel like The Good Dinosaur... So Inside Out and The Good Dinosaur both came out that year. Inside Out, super iconic. The Good Dinosaur is probably Pixar's least iconic. What's The movie. Good Dinosaur? That was like a... Pixar movie that just nobody really gave a fuck about. Yeah, see, I get, this is when I, this, my blind spot are all these animated things. And everyone said Inside Out was really good too, right? It is good. Like yeah. where it's like it's if you're old enough, you can really get a deeper message out of it. If you're young enough, it's kind of teaching you something. But yeah, really, yeah. Magic Mike Double XL, I feel like is iconic-ish. Ooh, I wanna fuck you all the time. 
That uh, one song? Uh-huh. Was that with Jeremiah? Yeah. Whereas Steve Jobs, less iconic. And there wasn't even a good strip scene in that. I know. Like, I was waiting for it the whole who, time. Was this one is who, Oh, yeah, is and Ashton one more Kutcher, thing. Steve Jobs but in this don't, one? Don't, uh, no, that was, this was the one that was actually a movie. The What's, Ashton Kutcher one was, was a prank video, I think. Oh, it was Funny or Die? I think weren't it was a prank two, on Ashton Kutcher. Weren't there a Kutcher. bunch of Steve Jobs movies, though? No, no uh, yeah. There, Ashton Kutcher did make a Steve Jobs movie. I don't know what year that was, but it is... That's a prank? It could be a prank video on Ashton Kutcher being like... Ashton uh, thinks we're making a real movie and like taking oh, his Foss performance Bender. seriously. Yeah, no, Fossbender I think did a solid performance. Does he pull his dick out in this, or that's a different he movie? Didn't unfortunately. Ah, damn. Yeah, that's not the one we pulled again. His waiting dick is for out. it. Yeah, you really huh. wanted this to be a sexual movie. I'm just yeah. You I'm... wanted him to have that one more thing. Yeah, be his dick. <laughs> uh, this was this was a huge year Show. for. Music. Uh, to Pippa Butterfly came out. Black Messiah, D'Angelo. See, okay. Mm. I I love D'Angelo. But you're not a fan of this album? I mean, the band that he has in this is really good, really good. I No, I, I don't even know why I'm even like pumping the brakes on it. It just yeah. ranks. It's it's not my favorite D'Angelo album. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason. Uh, but it's still fantastic. Jamie XX in oh, Kalauer, yeah. uh, I believe is how that's pronounced. Great album. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, and then Drake had a had a big big one. Yeah. If you're reading this, it's too late. He surprise dropped that album. To it was like, yeah, I just want to get it out of my contract, and I still think it's his best or second best album. Uh, mm. And what a time to be alive with Future. He dropped that, both of those. I could barely listen to that shit. Oh really? Yeah. No, I, I got really. I don't into like that. Future. That's why. Oh, you don't like Future? Nah. When I when I used to work at Power 106, he came in for an interview. He was so arrogant about like what he does, and I was just like, bro, you're on auto tune. A guy and, named Future was arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> a guy well, who and named then this himself. is around the time when he was doing the Hendrix thing on Future Hendrix. Uh, I'm yeah. like Jimmy that Hendrix. I'm like, fuck. you are not even close to even right. getting near the creative powerhouse that was Jimi Hendrix. But hey, you know, you know, he's just being honest. Mm-hmm. I think this is when his album Honest came out. Hotline Bling came out this year too. Uh but yeah, Man, I mean to really Bimbo Butterfly. To dance that year. Huh? Drake, that Hotline Bling dance. Yeah, the Hotline Bling video was a thing. That was a that meme was a way half, dude. The way he was like, everybody did like memed the fuck out of him. Yeah, that, like, weird hand swipe video yeah. or hand swipe move. Yeah, that was when like awkward Drake became like yeah. sort of a. It was like he's not even trying to be cool, or maybe he is, but like is it this wasn't the clear. Beginning of Drake's memification. I think because so. isn't the, the the Hotline Bling video was isn't the two pain meme uh, setup of the like nope. And the yeah, yeah, images, that's, that's, that's hotline bling, bling right? yeah. yeah. See, this is, I think, the beginnings, yeah. This is when I mean, th- yeah, I feel like this is the year he fully, fully broke through. Uh, because I mean, people, you know, he was selling a lot of albums before, but like he was everywhere this year, yeah. Um, well, I think no, 2013 was a, a big year for him too, because uh, what's, what's that? What was that album? Uh, everything. Nothing was the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. With uh, just hold on, we're going. Yeah, home that was one pretty is, mainstream. I think that's when you had like r- like white people who did not know about Drake were like, I've got my eyes on you. <laughs> the face. Every- you have to see the face. Miles is making it looks oh, like man. looks like he's playing golf while singing that song. <laughs> I'm doing a fake golf swing. I've got my, my eyes on oh, you. Man, Tuscan leather. Talking about you, you the golf ball. Uh, I, I know mean, how money to on play my golf. Mind, you should think the same. Jay's on pinky ring. <laughs> Talking these hoes, I need quarantine in the same league, but we don't ball the same. That's actually a two chains line from two uh, chains. All me featuring Big Sean. Oh God. Uh, 2015 was like a, a real fucked up. I guess continuing the uh, trajectory of this being a fucked up decade, we had the Charlie Hebdo attack in Paris right off. I was like a week in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the German wing plane crash where the dude just like crashed on takeoff on purpose into the side of a mountain. Uh, we had more cops killing people, uh, this time getting caught on camera. Well, I guess with Eric Garner, they got caught on camera. But the yeah. the one that like has always stuck out in my mind is Walter Scott in North Carolina or North Charleston, yeah. South Carolina, where he's the dude's just like running, running away, away yeah. like. He had been stopped for having a brake light out, 
and uh, the cop just shoots him dead in the back and then like filed a police report that was like, yeah, he was like attacking me, running at me. And it's just like murder. It's he straight up like cold blooded murders the guy and you like get a sense that this is what's happening when we're not. uh, I mean, with such, you know, nonstop Trayvon, Michael Brown, Eric Gardner, Walter Scott, Freddie Gray, every year this happens. And it's just amazing how little people who are on this like Blue Lives Matter shit are like unwilling to look at this objectively and be like, no, this is actually, this isn't even how law enforcement should work. Right. Like this is state sanctioned murder. Right. And maybe there is like, and you know, I know people who are in law enforcement who are not like wired like this, who are like sort of motivated by something sincere, but like to obscure these arguments by being like, you know, you never know what these fucking people are trying to do. Uh, I mean, this is what, this is what contributes to this mentality uh, especially for African Americans in this country, where we're like, you know what, what, what I've we do not see justice right. at all, and it's a continuing pattern that just does not cease. And yeah, there'll <laughs> there'll be people, you know, continuing to protest shit like this because until we see something change or until we start seeing more people uh, be held accountable for their acts, like even with Botham Jean, his killer getting convicted, most people were shocked. Yeah, because like we see this play out. White cop kills a person of color, black person typically, and we get to a trial and it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna slap him on the wrist and they're demoted, or they're like, no, nah, yeah, you're good, acquitted. Walter Scott was one case where the person actually did get convicted, but they were sentenced to 20 years in prison for second degree murder. Whereas, like, th- this did not seem to be second degree, like, heat of the moment. Like, he just cold blooded stood there, pulled out his gun, shot him while he was running away, yeah. and then falsified the police report. Like, even that, like, doesn't yeah. feel like, like, this dude should not ever see the light of day again. Uh, Freddie Gray happened this year where he was killed by Baltimore police. Um, just a fucking awful, yeah, awful series of events and news stories that I think were very, very necessary to kind of make us aware of shit that was happening. Well, and then this is also the kind of uh, discontent that's brewing in the black community that, you know, can be weaponized going into 2016. Right. There's a lot of ang- a lot of people were angry for all kinds of reasons. That, like, just looking back, you had Gamergate. You have all these nonstop murders of black men and women by the police. There was a, you know, anyone who was looking at what's going on in our, our culture, our society, was, right. you know, maybe had some... Had it figured out. Yeah. That, uh, we have these ongoing conflicts. Right. And, you know, that's the Russian intelligence community was able to, like, exploit both that and there were, like, Black Lives Matter, like, imitation websites that were used to spread messaging that, like, basically diminished uh, voter turnout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, prison Escape in New York uh, hey. that gave us Escape from Danamora. The I think that should be number one. Number one story. Actually, Don't tell anybody. That and also for as we always say, the actor who plays Lyle. My God, he yeah. needed, he should have won every conceivable <laughs> award. Pretty sure, like that's Lyle. the that's the performance that gets the most attention, the yeah. most run in our um in our, oh, office. our office. Yeah, yeah. Bet- between Patricia Arquette and him. Who I know he was in Lost also, but the way he, you know, I knew he was having an affair on me. I knew he was having an affair on me when because you ordered off the local menu at Kingswalk. Yeah, mm. and that fucked up margarita they she makes. He puts the salt in the motherfucking margarita. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Charleston shooting happened this year. The racist terror attack by fucking Dylan Roof. Dylan Roof, bowl cut. Fuck. Um, um, yeah, this also, there were some kinds of weird trends this year. I'm trying to think. I, I feel like there was a lot of man bun beginning this year. <laughs> Let's talk like, about that. No, I, I feel like Joaquin Phoenix, Jared Leto, they were starting to do that thing where then they're like, yo, dude, this guy's got, what the fuck? What's up with man bun? Huh? Right. Yeah. And then what was a uh, bad blood? Video with Taylor Swift mm-hmm. when everyone was like, "Who? What squad are you with? Yeah, who's who's squizzy? Are you part of?" Right, because Taylor. So with that, 
the the backstory to that, which I only learned when reading up on uh, this reading year, reading up on history, right on history, <laughs> checking out the history books, uh, was that Katy Perry took some of Taylor Swift's dancers mid tour. Then uh, Katy Perry was dating Diplo at the time. Diplo was caught in a viral video saying that uh, Taylor Swift should use some of all the money that she makes uh, to buy herself an ass. Oh, boy. And then Lord was like, well, maybe people, uh, maybe you wouldn't talk about other people's physical attributes if people talked about your tiny dick, Diplo. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. And uh, it was crickets. After that, I don't know why Diplo didn't come back with the flames. Different kind of beef. Yeah. Different kind of beef in the pop world. Yeah. No one really wants the smoke. That's right. They're just, they want to, they'll do their little passive aggressive videos and then yeah. keep it moving. Couple, couple of the lighter stories from this year. Pizza Rat. This gave us Pizza Rat, the 15 second clip. Oh, shit. Where the rat was dragging a giant piece of pizza down, down the subway stairs to the, like, just. And was that fake, right? Was it? There was another one. Someone who did recently, there was a subway rat thing that someone did as performance art, like, okay. was able to train a rat. But, Look, I think for anybody who's been in New York or any place with a high rat population, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Uh, oh, that's also when um fucking to make, make making a murder came out. I remember at the end of 2015, people were f- binging the fuck out of making oh, a murder because yeah. I remember being in Japan also at this time, right? And looking around, everyone's talking about. It, I'm like, I think we need to watch this. Yeah, and then, that was yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, the dress. Also happened this year. Oh, the, shit. Where people, some people thought it was blue and black. Others thought it was white and gold. Uh, never the twain shall meet. What, what were you? White and gold? I need to look at whatever the picture. I, whatever it was, I, I knew what it was. Yeah. What color is the dress? I'll tell you right now as I look at it. Oh, yeah, this motherfucker's blue. Yeah, blue and black, yeah. Why that, do people that was think correct, it was white? It's... Um, I've never been able to see it, to be honest with you. Um, and I think because people are, I don't know if it was because I've like fucked around with a lot of image editing software, right? That I can see how you can like these other values might be present. But to me, I'm like nobody would wear in the version that people were confused off of. It looks like poo brown and like a weird soft lavender or something. Right. I would never get white. And gold from that. But then there was this more recent teal and, uh, oh, now I see it for the first time. Damn, that's wild. Shoes that look both teal and gray and pink and white, uh, I had always seen as teal and gray. This is like this year's version of that, but it turns out uh, everybody else was like, no, they're pink and white. But I just saw them as pink and white for the first time just now. Uh. Huh. You see that? You, that, that looks teal and gray to me. It does? Yeah. But then look there. Well, that, that shoe's pink and white. Right. But then look there. <laughs> now hey, what do you see? A good gag gift would be to buy someone the dress. Yeah. That was, a, that was uh, I think somebody rocked that dress to like a holiday party that year, and it was dope. Oh, like that you were at? Yeah. Did people recognize it as the dress, right? Yeah. Probably, yeah, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Because, like, when I see it, like, from the company that made it was someone wearing it. It was sold out immediately. I don't think I'd be like, oh, right. right. The dress. <laughs> I like um, nice dress. Yeah. And Ariana Grande preparing for her, uh, for her rise to stardom. Uh, this year, she was in hot water for licking a donut. Oh. Simpler times, guys. Simpler and times. And Rachel Dolezal. Oh, yeah. Rachel Dolezal. Let's not forget, you know, my sister from another mister. Um, well, so Rachel Dolezal was a white woman who had been pretending to be black. Is that correct? Yeah, was saying that's who, I am. I'm African American. She was African American. Like, yeah. Well, that's said later on. Right. They're like, well, hold on, you're out here being in part of like NAACP like regional leadership, and then it was like, well, I I identify as black. Mm. Mm. And then there was uh, what the uh, Caitlyn Jenner came out. Was that on June 1st, I think, or June 2nd? Because I remember the cynical take was that was the same day the Patriot Act was renewed. 
and they're like, "Yo, y'all were y'all were too busy looking at that Vanity Fair cover." Oh, really? And the Patri- yeah, there, there was an the, the there was one of the renewals of the Patriot Act was on uh, June first yeah, or second. Maybe so not. Maybe maybe don't use a huge moment for trans people to uh, be like, "Yeah, but see, that was all a ploy." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like just maybe just. I think if anything, it's more that like people don't actually actively pay attention to anything that is happening in the federal government. Right. Yeah. Are uh, the things we spend most people to, aren't really interested in the you know the machinations and the inner workings of the government. Yeah. And you're like, what happened with Bruce Jenner? Yeah. Call me Caitlin. June. Yeah. June second was when this article on Vanity Fair is from. So, dude, uh, pizza rat. Pizza Rat. I hope Pizza Rat's okay. Yeah, I'm sure Pizza Rat is thriving. Definitely. You, you think so? You think Pizza Rat told other rats on Pizza Rat? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. People... That'd be Pizza a, Rat has an agent now. I, that'd be a good, like, sort of weird uh, Pixar film. Right. About, like, rats who talk, and they're, like, kind of stunting on each other. We're like, I'm Pizza Rat. Right. And I'm like, well, I'm Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> rat haters. Well, Pizza Rat reminded me the thing that was so uncanny about it is it looked like a live action Ratatouille. Like, oh yeah. Straight up like cuz that that movie like is all about rats dragging food around. Oh, I've never seen Ratatouille. God. Dude, I'm I'm fucking up. Oh man. I'm sorry, listener. I'm going to have to put a list together for you. I'm going to give myself the Ludovico treatment from the Clockwork Orange <laughs> or fucking holidays is mainlining all these just mainlining children's yeah. films. Uh, I think I'm the weird one, by the way, because I saw all of these before I had kids. So I was just. But you like going to movies, though. Don't I you? do like going to movies. Yeah. I do like going to children's movies <laughs> by myself with a can of baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> and that boy was me. <laughs> uh, well, all right, guys, that has been our rundown of the years 2014, 2015. A lot of other really depressing shit happened. There was a European refugee crisis. There was. Just a lot of other shit, awful shit, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll make 2016 and 17 lighter. Yeah, since we know those are hell years. Yeah, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, oh my god, oh, 20 so boy. Yeah, this was this was the 2015 up on was it. the leg being drawn back before the kick in your balls of 2016. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that image, uh, we will leave you. For today, yeah. I uh, hope you're having a great holiday. Yeah, we'll, we miss you. Uh, Lock we'll, some things up and give to the needy. Yes, and we'll be back tomorrow, or I don't even know. Is this a Friday? Who knows? Uh, we'll I don't be know, back. Man. Soon. I'm in my sweatpants, bro. We'll be back on the next weekday to uh, tell you about 2016, 2017. It'll be nice and light. Check you that. Bye. Bye.